Welcome to Kentucky Horsepower, the official podcast of the Kentucky Automobile Dealers Association. Hi, good day, everyone. This is Jason Wilson, president of the Kentucky Auto Dealer Association. Welcome to another edition of Kentucky Horsepower, the official podcast of KADA. And joining me today is an old friend and uh, one someone that we've done a number of these with and we've met in person and spoke in person. This is Kevin Tynan of Bloomberg Intelligence. He is the senior analyst of new vehicle and auto part manufacturing. So, Kevin, good to see you, bud. Yeah, good to see you again. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, we got a, uh, of course, those of you coming to convention next month uh, at the uh, uh, Omni Grove Park Inn in Asheville, North Carolina, which, uh, believe it or not, is coming up pretty quick uh, here in a few weeks. So Kevin is one of our keynote speakers. We're very excited to have. And of course, Kevin and I were just chatting before we uh, started this up that, um, gosh, we've been doing this a number of years now, Kevin. You started back uh, when we were doing this in Virginia several years ago, and then we had course we missed a little time with the pandemic stuff but uh good to be back right yeah it's great i remember we've done them and all over the place too right wasn't one year yeah. orlando and some yeah. got rained out and then some <laughs> got right. rained on and so we've been we've been uh we've been through a lot over the years yep. yeah for sure well what we thought we would do today is um you know kevin and i when we do these typically we get in some pretty detailed conversations of the state of the industry, everything that's going on. But what I thought we'd take a little different approach so as not to um, uh, have him do his presentation today, because we're going to see it in a few weeks in Asheville, is sort of just talk a little bit in, in general terms as far as, Kevin, again, you've been doing this a while. What goes into your sort of mindset when you're getting ready to speak to a group of car dealers, uh, knowing the things that they're going to be interested in and taking all the things that you see from your perch in the world and being able to bring it to uh uh, and deliver it in a way that uh, resonates with the folks you're speaking with. Yeah. So, you know, with, with the presentations and because I do cover pretty vertically across the auto space, right. From the parts suppliers to the manufacturers, to the dealerships and retailers, and even do some aftermarket and retail auto parts. Um, but ultimately, you know, there's probably, uh, you know, in a good year, three or four real important themes, you know, in a, right. in a down year, maybe there's one or two things to talk about, but there's always something, right? There's an angle. Right. And what I try and do in my presentations is, first of all, put that right up front, right? Your right. takeaway, and my, my philosophy is, hey, if the power goes out after one slide, you've <laughs> gotten the important picture in your mind right. of what we're, what, you know, what's going on in the space. Right. And this is really the first, uh, you know, and, and obviously because of the pandemic and we didn't get to do these in person, but, you know, in a lot of cases, the presentation has its core two or three points. Mm -hmm. um, and then as I go through the year and I get invited to speak at different places, you'll take pieces out, put pieces in and change things. But really the, 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 I call it decorating the Christmas tree, right? The Christmas tree is right. the same, uh, but how I decorate it might be a little bit different. And this is really the first time uh, you know, really since the pandemic where I think the tree, it's a new tree, you know, yeah. so my, my, my presentation, which is ready to go, you know, is different than what I've let off with in the past, you know, that okay. part of it is still important. And that was, you know, talking about mix shift to truck from car and what that meant for automakers right. and what that meant for volume at dealerships and pricing and margin and all those things that's still in there. But really that I think that the starting point, the takeaway is very different now. Um, it's something that I think automakers have been working towards for a long time, going back, you know, to the bankruptcy period, 
And a lot of these things, these initiatives and strategies and these, you know, these, this wish list is starting to come true in terms of, um, in terms of pricing and in terms of margin, but that means something for the retailers as well. And that's what we'll talk about. Good. Well, you know, you make that point, you know, uh, early on when we started this, that, you know, there might be a couple things to talk about some years or maybe a few more than others. I, I can't think of a time where there are just more storylines going yeah. on, whether it's world events, whether things, you know, dis- disruptors, whether, you know, talk about supply chain, um, just everything that's going on right now. It's, it <laughs> seems like this industry and others, it, it, the hair is on fire. Uh, yeah. I mean, is that, I mean, you've watched this stuff closely every day. What's your. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I got to say, so, you know, as many years as we've been doing this and I've been watching the auto industry, you know, coming on 25 years and, and this is the most dynamic time. I mean, there's been, there's been over the years, you know, I've been there through the dot-com bubble is when I really started in the late nineties. And then we go through 9-11 and keep right. America rolling and all that. And then we go through the global recession and the bankruptcy period. And those are obviously very, uh, you know, yeah. those are very impactful events in a very dynamic time. But, you know, I think what the takeaway from this period right now is um, everything that automakers and I say automakers specifically because in my mind, and you'll see this in the presentation, that's who's driving this this train right now is that, you know, in terms of supply, in terms of pricing, right? That's really where it's coming from. You know, this is utopia. This is what they've wanted for decades in terms of pricing power, in terms of margin strength. Mm-hmm. Um, that means something, again, for the dealers and for total volume and market share numbers. So, and I was just having this conversation with a Bloomberg client right before we got on uh, on this call. Um, you know, the metrics are different, you know, where if we look at a particular month of volume and see a big year over year drop and and think like, oh my gosh, demand is over. It's right. And I'm saying, but you have to look at it in a different light now. These aren't the days of market share or volume for the sake of volume. Right. Right. These the, this is a period of um, doing more with less, right? This may be a world of or a, a US market of 15 million and not trying to get to 18 million. Um, but it's a more organic and healthy demand that we have now. And again, some of these statistics will be in the presentation, but you know, where we had multiple vehicles on the ground per buyer, it's leveled out much more to a one-to-one or even below fewer than one vehicle per buyer now. And, and, and it's not a condition that automakers hate, you know, that I don't think they're in a big hurry to go back to three cars per buyer and then figure out how to sell them. So um, amazing, amazing time. And I, and I have to say that I'm very happy, you know, 25 years into this that I get, I can, you know, really be excited about um, in a good way, what's happening with the industry and not like, Oh, when are they going bankrupt or, you know, what are debt levels and all these, you know, negative things that for so many years have swirled around the industry. So it's really a good time. It's a fun time. Uh, you know, at this point in my career to be able to, to look at things in this light. Well, it's interesting you say that because I agree with you. I mean, I, 
I think you and I kind of came into this industry through very different pathways, but around the same time where uh, went from just uh, as a young sales guy being on the lot and just seeing these big trucks keep bringing cars in, bringing cars in, bringing cars in. So regardless of how many we sold the previous month, the lot were still full, right? And and overfilled in some cases. They have to move to other places. Now it is just, to your point, doing uh, more with, with so much less. And uh, again, you talk to dealers, dealers I talk to, um, it has not been terrible. There's been frustrating parts of it, but overall they've done really well. And I think to your point, when you deliver these, uh, presentations and have some great statistics and everything else, probably now more than ever, context really matters uh, to your, it's not just that look year over year. Well, look at what's all the other things that are different right. from this year to the next or last year. That that's really the big difference I see too. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I, I say this to people all the time and, and um, you know, it's, it's completely the situation now, it, which is not every sale is a good sale. Right. And, and, right. you know, we look at things and the people that I speak to, you know, look at things from the consumer's perspective and, and the world forever, as long as we've been doing this has been, Hey, if I have demand for your product, I can name my price and you'll right. still sell it to me. Well, that doesn't make it a good sale. You know, and that dynamic has really shifted now um, to where it's the manufacturer and the dealer that have the leverage because they're not choking on, on a sea of inventory when you look out the lot. Right. And, you know, the question is, one, how do manufacturers and dealerships right size to this world of, hey, look, we're not going to carry, you know, three times the demand level, 80 days supply or whatever the number is. Right. Um, so there's going to be some adjustment to the to the business model. Heck, it could be to the real estate that you own, um, you know, down to that level. But there has to there's going to be some adjustment. There's going to be adjustment for the manufacturers in terms of capacity, what sure. happens there. But I think once the industry is right sized in that way, this to me can be the auto industry, right? Like gone are the days of 10% incentives and six and a half percent discounts and like when you go buy a gallon of milk you pay the sticker price that's mm -hmm. what the industry is going to be that um the process is improved where you know there's not this oversupply the price is the price the, the process is nice and easy right. you come in you get your deal you pick up your vehicle or you configure your vehicle and pick it up uh have it service whatever you have but it's a much more um it's a much leaner industry i see going forward because there's so much benefit to the way the world is now right well and the other it's sort of interesting just what you said sort of got me thinking as you talk about this process of you know because of the supply scenario and how that's working again a lot of it being driven by the manufacturers consumers that they want to get online configure their vehicle and just kind of have that almost direct sale type experience that used to, you know, a few years ago, everyone was saying that's how people want to buy vehicles. Well, this industry has evolved now, especially over the last couple of years, where even the traditional uh, franchise system, uh, they've changed and adjusted. And there's a number of consumers doing just that uh, through franchises now. Yeah. And, and look, I think, um, again, we pay sticker basically everywhere. Maybe cars and houses are the only place where we yeah. negotiate a little bit. Um, 
but again, you know, if it's a if it's a matter where the consumer is going online and configuring and getting exactly what they want, mm -hmm. to me, there's no reason to believe that they won't pay the asking price, right? right. Like, and and people in, in in my world are always pointing to Tesla model or. Rivian and I go, you know, people love that model, no dealership. And I go, yeah, because you're paying sticker price, right? You know, and I and I <laughs> joke all the time, like, well, walk into any dealership, point to the window sticker and say, I'll give you that or I'll give you over that. They'll sit you down, they'll go through your paperwork, they'll hand you the keys and you'll be out of there and you'll love the process. You'll think it's great, but everybody right. wants to go in and beat up the dealer, you right. know, for, for what has averaged six and a half percent off sticker price forever. Right. And then when the dealer pushes back or tries to make it on the, on the back end, you know, then it's like, oh, the dealers, the dealers, the dealers, and it's right. it's just crazy. So I think if the process is to where, you know, you configure, you get exactly what you want for, you yeah. wait a couple of weeks or, you know, a month, month and a half, and it right. comes what you wanted, the process was online, paperwork, this, that, and the other thing, you know, here's your keys and, and we'll see you when you need to have uh, tires rotated, brakes done, whatever it winds up being. So I think, there, I think that world can and will exist, honestly. Yeah. Well, look, um, you and I can go on forever. Like when I get on, we're just a couple guys talking and we can just go on and on with this stuff, but I don't want to, I want to save this, uh, all the information you're going to be uh, sharing with our folks here. And again, uh, just to remind everybody that'll be in Asheville, uh, Kevin will speak speaking and it'll be a joint session. It'll be Virginia and Kentucky that day on uh, the morning of June 21st, uh, uh, which is a Tuesday. And that's our first full uh, day and general session uh, that we'll have. So we'll have you right out of the gate here, getting us uh, fired off for a great convention. And uh, of course, you'll be around there. So our folks are welcome to come yep. up and say hello. I know you like interacting with with the dealers and having these conversations. Yeah, I, I like I like going early in the, uh, you know, in the in the schedule because I get there, nobody knows who I am. And then I speak <laughs> and I raise some eyebrows and then everybody wants to talk to me at dinner, you know? Right. So, right. so I like, I like being, I like being early because everybody's like searches me out and, and wants to talk about some stuff. So, so that works great for me. All right. Well, good. Cause we have you early. We'll have you ready to, ready to go and uh, looking forward to it. So Kevin, thanks uh, for joining me today. It's just a little, a preview of what uh, has come and to all of our folks that will be uh, in Asheville here in a few weeks. We'll look forward to seeing you all and all of us together. And uh, until then, we'll uh, see you all down the road. Thanks, Jason.